honestly. do not have the capacity for that for extended periods of time two seconds (laughs) you know he's not an endurance man (laughs) metal mario um i hope everyone enjoyed last week's episode where i uh blew my nose every 30 seconds i know i did um it was really special for me i hope it was just as special for you I'm back this week, hopefully sounding less sick, so... You definitely sound less sick. Enjoy. <laughs> and there's not enough nose blowing, I'm just gonna say it right off the bat. Right off the bat, not needs enough. more nose blowing. <laughs> That's my critique. That's all I'm gonna Please say. learn from it. Mm-hmm. I almost, like, covered my mouth completely while I was talking. You know how when you're talking to record a podcast, it's you really just helpful. muffle your noise by yeah. covering your mouth? It's like this, this Yeah. I think that's fun. That's literally, like, what some of our episodes sound like. <laughs> the early ones. Oh, the early days. We were trying Let's take a best. look back. <laughs> On today's episode. A retrospective of Honestly, a podcast. With Zoe and Logan. That was Zoe. And that was Logan. What a fun way to do the intro. <laughs> we like to spice it up. Variety is the spice of life. And Timbits. Yes. It is. Just so you know. Hashtag confirmed. <laughs> or donut holes, as some heathens call them. They are Timbits. Even if they're not from Tim Hortons, they're bits of Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Hi. <laughs> Hi. How are you? Uh, I'm fantastic. So you know how you dropped me off at my house yesterday? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I went inside and so normally my mom is like in the living room, in the kitchen, yeah. whatever. So I go in the side door, walk upstairs, drop my stuff off. And like normally like I'll hear her say hi, like as I'm coming yeah. in. Didn't hear anything. So I'm like, okay, that's weird. So I go, like, upstairs, like, go into the living room. She's not there. I'm like, okay. I could tell she wasn't in the kitchen. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe she's at the back of the house. So I was like, hello? No response. So I'm just like, okay, like, maybe she's, like, laying down or something. Like, maybe she's not yeah. feeling well. So I, like, walk to the back of the house to go to her room. Not in her room. I'm like, okay. So I'm like, maybe she's downstairs doing yeah. laundry and, like, didn't hear me. So I, like, go downstairs, like, go through my room, like, I'm like, hello? Like, walking through, not downstairs doing laundry. Yeah. So I'm like, where the fuck is my mom? <laughs> where did she go? Because, like, the car is in the driveway. Yeah. Windows in the house are open. Yeah, because I saw the car. Car was there, windows were open, so I was like, she's been in the house. Yeah. Like, she's been home. Um, but I noticed, like, the key to the side door is missing, so I'm like, maybe she's in the backyard, like, doing yard work or something. So I walk to the back of the house, look out the window in her bedroom, she's not in the backyard. So I'm literally, like, at this point starting to freak out, because I'm just like, where's my mom? Yeah. Uh, what do I do in this situation? Like, when do I call (laughs) the police? So... What, like, literally, I started to convince myself that she had been taken. Oh, 
guard because Liam needs to okay. take it. Because basically, we have this neighbor who's like really weird. Yes, I yes, I've told you stories. Yeah, they're bizarre. Um, and so basically, like the fence in our backyard that like uh, divides our property from theirs. Part of it's, like, knocked over, and so, like, we obviously have to get it fixed, but my mom's just, like, I want to talk to our neighbor about it because, like, I think it was, like, from his dogs, like, jumping on the fence and stuff like that. And so she just wants to see, like, if he, like, would be willing to, like, split the cost to fix it. So, in my mind, I was like, oh my god, she went over to his house to, like, talk to him about the fence, and he has taken her into his home and And is killing killing her her right now. Oh my god, it's not funny. No, it's funny now, but, like, I'm, like, going through this in my head, I'm like, this is the only logical explanation. (laughs) She's been taken. So, like, in a lot of, like, plastic going up on walls as we speak. Well, it's so weird, because, like, their blinds are constantly closed, like, he keeps really weird hours, like, it's bizarre. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, at this point, I've, like, checked all the rooms in the house, like, left no stone unturned, and I'm like, I don't know where she is, like, she's not in the backyard, she's not in the front yard. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm gonna go outside, I'm gonna look around the house, just in case, like, she's, like, on the side yard or something, and, like, I can't see her. So I'm, like, going outside, like, I'm, like, visibly shaken at this point, because I'm just like, I literally, like- (laughs) Someone's murdering I'm, like, convinced my mom is dead at this point, like, in, like, our crazy neighbor's basement. And so I'm like- Also, hold on for this story, like, the span of us dropping you off- to when I talked to you next was so quick that I'm like, how long was this? Like, how did? I mean, oh. it was all wrapped up within like oh, five minutes. I love but it. Like, but I like, love it. In five yeah, minutes, I convinced myself like, that my um, mom was murdered. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I have a very overactive imagination, and I can convince myself of the worst, worst. Yeah. In a very short period of time. I understand. So at this point, I'm like outside. I'm walking like down our driveway towards our backyard. And I'm about to go in our backyard when all of a sudden I look over to our other neighbor on our opposite side of our house and I just see my mom in his backyard. <laughs> and so and she just happens to be looking and she sees yeah. me. She's like, oh hi. And I'm like, hi. You're alive. And so I like walk into our other neighbor's yeah. backyard because like he's been away for like he's been away from home often yeah. because he's like helping like his mom's like not been well. And so he is like he does like a ton of gardening and like has like stuff growing in his yeah. backyard. So he like told my mom he's just like feel free to go over and help yourself to anything that's growing. Like I have like onions and garlic and yeah. tomatoes and stuff. He's like go help yourself. So she was in his backyard fucking like digging up onions. <laughs> and so I like go over and she just like has like a shovel and like I like an armful of green onions. Because she murdered the neighbor. Honestly, burying him amongst the who green onions. Knows? So I, like, go into the backyard. She's like, oh, hi. I was like... Oh, hi. I'm like, hi. And, like, she's just like, what's wrong? I'm like, I thought you were taken. I couldn't find you. I thought you were taken. I literally said that. I was like, I couldn't find you. I thought you were taken. And she thought that was really funny. And I was just like... I could feel all the stress leaving my body. And I was like, oh, my God. Taken for Grita. And then, and then, um, she was just like, well, what did you think happened? And I was, she's like, you know, I would have put up a fight, like, you would have been able to tell. And there I was just, signs of struggle. I was like, but I thought you, like, went over to her other neighbor's house to talk yeah. about the fence. She's just like, oh, no, didn't I tell you? I'd never go into his house. <laughs> she knows. She's like, he's weird. She knows. She's prepared. So that's the story of how, for a solid five minutes yesterday, I thought my mom had been murdered. So... That's so delightful. And yeah, fun. no, it was super fun and not stressful at all. I thought today that my parents had gotten into a car accident mm-hmm. because um, I 
they went to my grandmother's house and they were gone for longer. They went to go find something there and then, like, several hours passed. And I texted my daughter, like, you guys okay? Like, everything all right? No answer. And then an immediate phone call to my cell phone. And I was like, huh? So I answered it. And it was just, like, clicking and sounds like things rolling. And I was like, oh, my God, no. And I'm like, hello? Hello? And, like, here, I don't know if it was my voice echoing hello or someone was actually saying hello. But then I just went, like, boop, off. And I was like, great. <laughs> They've been killed in a car wreck. Yeah. Wonderful. And then I called back and no answer. Went straight to voicemail. And I was like, cool, cool. And then called again and they answered. And I was like, thanks. Uh. Thank you so much. I just like that they somehow managed to call you at the exact moment they were getting into a car accident. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. The brain <laughs> works in mysterious ways. I say that like you're being so irrational. And like, meanwhile, I convinced myself that my mom had been murdered God by Zoe, our neighbor. What a stupid thing And like, say. okay. <laughs> Sounds fake, but... Um, well, that's fantastic. Uh, so it's been a good time all has, around. It has. Um, how has the rest of your week been? It's been, I already told you this and I tweeted about it. Oh, right. Oh, <laughs> are you okay? You almost threw up? No, I'm super phlegmy. Okay. I thought you were about to projectile vomit on me and I was like, oh no, let's get ready. I have paper towels. As we said, variety is the spice of life. <laughs> it is. So we're switching things up with some projectile vomit. Keep it fun. Um, I was, like, walking to go into work. Yes. And I'm walking up to the Burger King where the crosswalk is. Yes. And there's a disheveled man who's obviously experiencing something. Experiencing homelessness, perhaps. Perhaps some mental health issues. Who knows? Who's to say? A lot of things. And he's standing there and yelling stuff at everyone who walks by. Yeah. Just... I don't know what he said to other people because I was too far away. Why does this Holy always happen? Fuck me. Mute that now. <laughs> they just really want to get in on it, you know? Yeah. Um, if we were smart, we would take the phone out of the room we, before we the started thing recording. Was, we had it out for so long mm-hmm. that I just don't remember that it's there. Yeah. And now, three or four times in a row, yeah. it's from. We love professionalism. <laughs> Here, the level of unprofessionalism. Far too much. Far too much. Anyways, though, he was yelling at people. Mm -hmm. Descriptors, I don't know. And it was, like, individual to each person. Yeah, like, a person would walk by and he would just shout something at them. Yeah. I was like, great. Can't wait to hear what mine is. Like, I'm up next. And so I go. go, and he just yells with this inflection. He's like, Marsha Clark ass bitch! Like that. And I was like... (laughs) <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I immediately texted Logan because yeah. I didn't understand. For those of you who perhaps don't know what Zoe looks like, if you're not, you know, familiar yeah. with our work in real life, <laughs> um, she bears no resemblance not, to Marsha Clark. Not even a little bit. Other not than even the fact that white. you're both white women. Yeah. Does she have brown hair even? Yeah. I, yeah, I have dark hair. It. That's it. Yeah. That's all. We're white and have dark hair. Yeah. That's really the extent of it but nothing face doesn't look the same go body off, doesn't guess. look the same body oddy oddy nothing but he just really wanted me to know that and i was like i i guess i'll take it why not thank you it's not the worst thing you could have yelled at me i'm no, sure far worse things yeah. could have been said I was like she's pretty badass so i'll yeah. take it I'll, go for it i'll take it he's just Ass like a feminist bitch. icon 
I really, I want to know Maybe he was just assigning process. everyone, like, feminist queens. <laughs> maybe that's what he was doing. He's like, Maya Angelou-looking bitch. <laughs> or maybe he was casting a new, like, OJ Maybe. Show. Yeah. He was like, okay, look nothing Let's like you, but that's the Marsha Clark-ass bitch. He's like, you have the essence of Marsha Clark. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, I tweeted this, but for those of you who are not familiar with my work on Twitter, <laughs> um... So, to get to the class that I have on Tuesdays, I have to walk through a relatively (laughs) bougie area of the city. Um, And so, I'm walking along Bloor Street, and I just see, like, a group of, like, three international students, and they're kind of walking towards me. And I hear them talking amongst themselves, and the one of them just goes, hey, do you want to get a watch? And so, I kind of, like, for some reason, it, like, piqued my interest, and so I kind of turned to watch to see where they went. They just walked into the Rolex store. And that's I a just really casual place to get a watch. Like that's the thing. Like they just said it so casually. It was like, "Hey, want to go get a sandwich?" It was like, yeah, "Hey, like, want to go get a watch?" It's like while we're here, it's like, "Oh, we're just passing by. Like yeah. let's just pop in. Let me just grab a watch." And I just like stood on Bloor Street and had like a nervous breakdown because I was like, I can't even comprehend that level of wealth to no. just be able to randomly casually decide to go into the Rolex store and just buy a watch. That would be like a year-long decision-making process where I'm like, I need a watch. minimum. I'm gonna splurge and get a fancy watch. Let's start saving. No, that's the thing. It's like, (laughs) it would take me a year to decide I want a watch. And then another year to be like, do I really want this watch? Is it worth it? Let me work it. Put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. And reverse it. Missy Elliott ass bitch. Um, yeah, so that was just, like, really, um, jarring for me to see (laughs) just, like, these three kids who are probably younger than me and have more money than I will ever see in my life just popping into the Rolex store to buy a watch. It's just not fair. You know, to each their own. Truly not fair, but hey, that's fine. That's life in the big city, kids. It is. It is. I just can't. (laughs) My mind is not wrapped. I love what you're doing with the glasses there. That's a great... Oh, yeah, I'm trying something out uh, new this week. I'm wearing glasses. They're not prescription. They're also not mine. (laughs) They are Zoe's, and I stole them off of her dresser. Yeah. And I've just decided to wear them for the duration of this podcast. I like the commitment. Yeah, I just feel like it gives me, like, a new attitude. It does. It gives me something to, like, do. Like, I can, like... Yeah. It's, like, it, it's part of me now. Like, it's, it's like, I can... <laughs> I can adjust them. Like, I just feel like, like, wow, I'm, like, I'm unstoppable with glasses. I like that you're just, like, lifting them off your face now. I know. It's, it's so it's fun. fun. It's fun and um, fresh. Anyway. <laughs> enough about my glasses that aren't mine. And no <laughs> one glasses, can see. Truly. I mean, they are glasses. They're face decorations. <laughs> And boy, do I need a face. Wait. (laughs) Boy, does my face need to be decorated. Also, I need a face. Boy, do I need a face. (laughs) Oh, dear. Um, I just feel like from the minute I stepped foot in Zoe's house, I've just been, like, on a mental decline. That's what happens here. So, it's just like I enter, like, an alternate universe where I suddenly, like, don't know how to act like a person or speak or do any sort of basic human things. Uh, so, that's really fun and exciting. 
It is. I was just looking at. I was writing down. Boy, do I need a face for just to remember episode title. <laughs> yeah. And I saw notes from previous episodes that I haven't deleted yet, mm-hmm. but we also didn't talk about this one. Oh, okay. But it was when I sent it to you, is that Toronto has a serial pooper. <laughs> oh no, yes, the serial pooper. There's a, I forget the neighborhood now, it's past, it's been weeks Let's since not I worry about it. it. There's a neighborhood in Toronto where a man is just going around and pooping in people's lawns. And in playgrounds mm-hmm. and in parks and just he brings around a roll of toilet paper with him. Yeah. And just poops. So sorry, like if people seen him do this. Yes. Cause I was just like, if they're just finding poop, like that could be no, from they've seen a multitude him. of animals. They've seen him. Okay. Cause at first when they were finding poop just all around the place, yeah. they assumed it was animal poop. Sure. Then when they realized that it was not animal poop, they figured that someone who was homeless was just going to the bathroom where sure. they could go to the bathroom. Right. I mean, you gotta go when you gotta go. And then they saw the person and the person doesn't appear homeless, whatever that means. Sure. <laughs> but they're just walking around carrying a roll of toilet paper and pooping all around the city. That takes confidence. It really does. I don't like pooping in public washrooms. No. Because, like, other people can hear. Yeah. Oh, wow. You know Just what? Just out in public. That's bold. I have The an, bold type. I have an CW. odd amount of respect for that man. Yeah. I mean, he's decided what his path in life is going to be, and he's stuck to it. Yeah. So that's all. I mean... It's all we can hope for. Everybody's just looking for their passion in life. <laughs> pooping. And his is pooping in public places. I, you know what? I respect that. I do. I do. More power to him. <laughs> Keep on pooping. Keep, Keep on pooping in the free world. <laughs> I like that we're just at the point where it's like, we can just look at each other and know what, what fake song we're about to make up. <laughs> I it's the look. Yeah. It's like, look directly in her eyes. Eyes <laughs> <I> spark. <laughs> it's like, uh-huh. <laughs> We're on the same page. Amazing. Fantastic. We got the waves. We, we got, got the waves. We got, got the waves. Yeah. <laughs> that was honestly one of the funniest moments in, like, recent podcast history. Uh, it was when I was re-listening to that episode yeah. and we started singing that and I just, like, lost my mind. I remember I was, like, walking to my dentist's office, I think, and I was just like, oh my god. Oh. Um, speaking of dentists, I had a dentist appointment earlier this week because I had to get my permanent retainer removed because it came unglued from... <laughs> much like us. Much from like us. Um, reality. Yeah, except it came unglued from a couple of my teeth and so... Uh, they started shifting, and so now my bottom teeth aren't nearly as perfect and straight as they once were. Much like myself, perfect and straight. <laughs> um, and so I've been meaning to go around and, like, get it fixed. Um, and this has, like, been an ongoing thing since, like, the winter. And I just, like, haven't bothered to do it. So I finally, like, made an appointment. Because my dentist was like, I can do this for you. Like, you don't need to worry about going to your yeah. orthodontist. And oh, I was like, God. the magic words. Um, and That's so what I, I was wondering when you were telling me. I was like, yeah. oh, no, did you have to see her? Uh-uh. Dr. Kachki came through. <laughs> um, so I had my permanent retainer off. They had to make molds of my teeth. Um, and then I'm basically getting, like, an Invisalign thing to, like, fix my teeth that are fucking shifting. Um, so 
I don't have a like a permanent retainer right now, and it feels so weird. I'm used to it now, but like the first couple of days, I couldn't stop running. Yeah. my tongue over the back now of my teeth. Now that you're teeth. talking about it, that's all I can do with my. I know. Retainer. I'm like, <laughs> it's so weird. It was like getting my braces off all over again. It's the weirdest experience. It just feels slimy. So slimy. When you get them off and you're like, my mouth isn't slimy, and yet... I know. All I feel is slime. <laughs> all I feel is slime. All I do is slime, 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 slime no matter, matter what. <laughs> um, One anyway. day we'll get it together, and I just want you to know that. But I don't want to get it together. No. I'm fine the way we are. Just the way you are. And when you slime... <laughs> The whole world stops and stares for a while. Uh, because you're amazing. Uh, <laughs> I love that dance. It was kind of, it was like almost a chicken dance, but then almost like you were trying to be a butterfly, but slowed down. Yeah, it was a multitude of things. It was. Rolled into one sexy dance. <laughs> We've really devolved very early on. <laughs> I was gonna scream. <laughs> Go for it. Scream. Scream. Speaking of scream, I watched both of them. The first and the second one were on the other day. Fantastic. And it was just... Oh, right, you texted me. It was very fun to watch them, because I'm like, wow. What's that guy's name? The, the nerdy nah. friend who knows all of the stuff about scary movies. Oh. Uh, that comedian. Yeah, I can't think of what his name is. Yeah, Sorry, I was like, everyone. oh, you're not, like, you're not in things anymore. <laughs> yeah. It was so funny. Zoe texted me. She's like, I'm watching Scream. She's like, it's so funny because Skeet Ulrich has aged so well yeah. and Matthew Lillard has not. <laughs> no. I was like, oh. he had moments there where I was like, oh, you you look the same as you did in Scream. I mean, he looks the same, but, like, jacked. <laughs> like, stuff has happened and he's been through it. He's seen a lot. He has. He has. The thing with those movies, like any horror movie, mm-hmm. really, that gets me is that they kill, they always kill, like, the murderer. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yes, I don't think he would get into, like, a lot of trouble for that, but there would be, <laughs> like, you can't just kill someone. Like, you would have to be like, it was, I know, it was self-defense. Mm-hmm. But it's like, in the second one, when she's like, you forgot something, I killed Billy, and like, stabs oh, the yeah. reporter lady, and like... <laughs> yeah, I mean, There's like... There's a lot of murdering on both sides. Well, that's the thing, it's like, at what point do you, are you also just a murderer? Murderer, yeah. Because you've killed a few people now, Sydney. And you, you're just like... Not that phased by it, really. It's just a part of life. Yeah. I mean, hey, I haven't been in that situation. Personally, cannot but relate. I don't know. Um, I love the first Scream. That's one of my favorite movies. They're so good. Such a delight. Really just, oh, that opening scene with Drew Barrymore really gets you on the edge of your seat. And then the second one where they recreate the scene with Drew Barrymore yeah. for a movie. I... That's the thing, like, Scream It, like, the franchise is so funny because, like, it really just kind of devolved into, like, parodies of itself. Yeah. And then it's, like, it's literally the same plot every movie. And yeah. they're, like, 
it's a movie. Now we're making a book about the movie, which is about the truth. It's just like, yeah. it just keeps like going and going. And I'm just like, okay, you've diluted <laughs> this too much. Like, I'm not interested. You need to stop. And then you can't tell them apart from like all the scary movies. Well, exactly. And you're like, wait, no, that was from Scary Movie. You're like, what, which one is this? <laughs> what am I watching? You don't know. <sighs> what is happening in this world of ours? Things. Things. Carl. Stuff. Stuff. Things. Stuff and things. He's not coming back. It's very upsetting. Carl? No. Andrew Lincoln. Andrew Lincoln. He's, he's not... like the main character. I know. It, it came out that he's not going to be coming back after the most, like, re- like, the next season. Rick Grimes. So I'm like, oh, so thanks for spoiling that he dies <laughs> season. Like Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he just moves on and leads a happy, happy life <laughs> in a zombie-infested world. He's like, family. Like, peace. Goodbye. How are they... Like, isn't he, like, literally the main character? Yeah. He's the one you've been with since the beginning of the whole show. Like, that's the one character who's remained... Who somehow always hasn't in died. It. Yeah. Is, uh, Norman Reedus still on? He is. Cool. Yeah. Daryl. Daryl. <laughs> He's still there. How's, uh, Beth? She's still dead? She's still dead. Thank you for bringing that up. You're welcome. It's very touchy. It's fine. What's Don't the other guy? About? The old guy that died. So many old guys. <laughs> no, old, old, old dies? Old dies. <laughs> the old white guy, like the old one with the beard. Herschel. Yes. Herschel. He's still dead? He's still dead. I'm just bringing up really uh, traumatic events in Zoe's life. <laughs> Friendship. <laughs> oh. Did you see all the um, Millie Bobby Brown stuff? Um, I kind of just saw the aftermath of it, which was her leaving Twitter or whatever. Because yeah. people were making homophobic memes about yeah. her. Yeah. Like, I don't fully understand what happened. I didn't know what happened either. I thought when they were saying memes, that was, like, literal, like, pictures. Like, memes, Yeah, yeah, that's what I it, thought, too. And it wasn't that. It was the same thing as when, um, that whole thing with Demi Lovato, where it was, like, buy fat or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know that thing? Yeah. It was, like, that. But they were using, like, gay slurs. Right. And, like, putting it on her, like, Snapchat yeah, to make I, it like, look like she said that, and it just... I, like, uh, searched it on Twitter today, because I was just like, what are people talking about? And I, like, saw a few, and I was just like, oh, why are you doing this? She's a She's, child. Like, 13 years old. Yeah. Like, it's all adults have made this child feel so uncomfortable that she's leaving like, a are, social media platform. Are you proud of yourself? Like, that's really... I'm glad you're using your time so efficiently. Yeah, Twitter, I mean, like, is kind of a hellscape. Yeah. Sometimes it's fantastic, but then, like, you have these people who are just like, how can we torment a literal child today? <laughs> just want to know. It's just weird that that's what people do, and, like, that's what, like, makes them happy and brings yeah. them joy, and that's how they get through the day, just, like, and then harassing like, children. Yeah, and then there's, like, people reacting to it, too, where they're like, oh my god, all these memes are so funny. And I was like, is it, though? Like, mean, like, why is it funny? Is it, like, it's, you're making someone look like they said horrible things when it, they did it. And it kind of goes back to that thing of, like, why is it funny to be homophobic? Like, obviously, like, I know, like, it's fake, like, she's not homophobic, but it's, like, yeah. people are making these because they think it's funny to act like she's saying these homophobic things, but it's, like, why is that, like, a giggle to you? Yeah, it, it may, like, it doesn't make any sense. 
whatsoever. I don't get it. I don't like, know why I just snapped. <laughs> the glasses. Like, I know, I'm like a whole person. taking on an attitude that I'm unfamiliar with. <laughs> I don't know Who what's happening. She? I don't know. But, like, with the Demi Lovato one, it was funny because you think, like, the concept of this celebrity <laughs> saying to another, like, being mean to someone, where a level where their sentences don't make sense, where it's like, buy fat, that's or like, die like, fat, or whatever. That's the like, that, that story was just so obviously Not untrue. Yeah. And so it's just like, you just read it and you're like, this is really funny because, like, I know that this is fake as hell. Yeah. But, like, with the Millie Bobby Brown thing, it's just, like, people could see those and, like, misconstrue them and yeah. think that they're serious. It's, like, the Shane Dawson, like, pedophile, pedophile thing. thing. Yeah. Where it's, like, that was up on the internet for, like, days. Days. Exactly. So I don't, I don't understand, really, what you were going for. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't want to get it. You know what? Goodbye. <laughs> we have better things to do. <laughs> Me and my glasses are out. Peace out. Murmur, murmur. Um, the jeans that I sent you. Yeah. Um, so Zoe just like sent me an article today, and I was so taken aback because the headline <laughs> used the term woke jeans. Like jeans is in like G E A N S, like that yeah. you wear, like pants. Like denim. <laughs> like denim, woke denim, denim. denim. Um, and I was so confused, so of course I had to read the article, and then after I read it, I was only slightly less confused. Because yeah. I was like, why was this a concept? Yeah, some company decided to make jeans, denim, um... Denim jeans. Denim, denim. <laughs> that, uh, was, like... I, I don't even know how to describe it, really. Well, That's they, the confusion. As they explain it in the article, um, a brand released a hashtag MeToo-themed capsule collection from recycled denim, um, and, but then quickly the jeans came under fire for marketing themselves as quote-unquote woke, but only going up to a <laughs> size, size 10. 10. Yeah. Um... I like the, the like, byline of the thing, because it says, turns out the resistance is only for people of a certain size. <laughs> um, I just, right off the bat, before even getting into the, like, um, it only going to size 10, mm -hmm. why? <laughs> just, why was your thought, okay, women are coming out about mm -hmm. sexual assault and just, like, straight up rape. And How can the, we capitalize on Let's this? make pants. Yeah. That's what we need. Like, I don't know if it's said in the article, because honestly, I don't think I read all of it, but, like, were the proceeds of the collection going to the Me Too movement? Like, are they donating the proceeds? Like, no. what's going this on? This is what, um, what's her name? The, um, founder of Democratic, which is the name of the company. It's a bit of a stretch. The question was, how can we make these issues that mean so much to us into a wearable garment that people want to buy that doesn't marginalize them in any way? Hmm. Hmm. But is respectful and thought-provoking at the same time. <laughs> and then it gets better. Democratic founder Gabriella Meyer said before explaining that using denim, the fabric of the revolution, which started out as very much a man's uniform, is meant to open a dialogue. I just that was the goal. Don't understand. Um, 
what did they say? Something about being respectful and whatever. I don't. Yeah. Literally can't remember what you just said because <laughs> I have the short term memory of a fly. But I don't really see what about that. Like they literally printed the denim with like news reports from like <laughs> sexual assault. L.A. Times, New York Times, like all of that stuff about like sexual assault. Like yeah, I want. I want to wear that. I don't know why that's, like, a cool, fun thing. You know what they remind me of, like, looking at them? Is, Mm. you know, um, our friend Katie, shout out to Katie, has a wallet that just has Jennifer (laughs) Aniston on it. Queen Annie! For no reason. And just, like, random text. Yeah. That's what it reminds me of. It reminds me of, like, jeans that you would find at, like, a store that's selling them for, like, $2.00. Like, you and go you're to, like, like, Chinatown. Yeah, and you're like, does this say sexual assault all over yeah. them? Yeah. Like, that's exactly what they look like yeah. to me. No, absolutely. The and Queen Alley, Alley, Annie Wallet is Queen a... Queen Alley also. ...is a staple. We love our friend Alley. Um, and I just, I love that they had the gall to say that they're, like, not marginalized. No. Well, when you only go up to a size 10, what do you think that's doing <laughs> to people that are over a size no, 10? No, it's the fabric of the revolution. To me, this just says, okay, so we're going to capitalize on these horrible events that happened to these poor women and men. Um, We're going to profit off the backs of sexual assault survivors. Um, We're going to create this line, but we're going to keep it super exclusive because, God forbid, plus-size women, like, they can't relate to this. They've never been sexually assaulted. No. No. God, They're fat. Why would anybody want to do that? Um, this is the part where they say how much money that they're, uh, they're giving. Mm-hmm. 10% of proceeds. No offense. Goes to the Time's Up Fund. If you're gonna do something stupid like this, it should be 100% or don't do it at all. 10%? First of all, no one's gonna buy your stupid capsule collection, so it's yeah. gonna be like $2. Oh the jeans? How much do you think they are? They're just, expensive. They're like $250. $250. Or you can get a jacket for three seventy five. <laughs> so let's say somebody buys one pair of jeans, ten percent of a two hundred and fifty dollar purchase. Wow, yeah, that's really <laughs> that's, that's really helping. gonna save the movement. Um, another line in this is it's just very true. Mm. Is that Twitter isn't impressed by an empowered line that only caters to women with relatively deep pockets who are a waist size thirty or smaller. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, they're too expensive, first, first of all. all. And then, that's, what's the average size of women in America? It's, it's like, like 14. 14 or 16. Yeah. Like, sorry, right. that cuts a lot of them off. Go off, I guess, I guess. So, one of the tweets that was a reaction to it mm-hmm. just says, it's impossible to parody white feminism. True Because it's just, itself is just. They do it for themselves. They really, really do. What a gag. I just, I, I can't wrap my mind around just being like, you know what's a great thing that we all need at this moment? Jeans with news articles on them. Like, you know what? Here's the tea. You can't just, like, silk screen some <laughs> jeans with some news articles on them, sell them for, like, 300 bucks a pop, and be like, boom, I saved the world. <laughs> like, how about you do, like, some grassroots work? Yeah donate a lot of money to the movement or just do actual work that will help yeah. the victims and survivors of sexual assault and sexual abuse. I don't know, just a thought. Like, if you're gonna make jeans, this is your idea. Yeah. You want to make jeans for sexual assault victims, yeah. whatever. Sure. A, don't have 
news articles about traumatic things all over them. Yeah, because that's what survivors want to read. They want to look down at their jeans and be like, oh, oh wow, yeah, that's my story stuff. of my oh, horrific sexual great. assault. Read my thigh. Tells <laughs> my story in full. Like, it's not, like, that's not a smart move. No. That alone. Size. Make it so more people can get it if you're trying to raise money. Uh-huh. And also 100% of proceeds yeah. should go. Or at least, like, half. Yeah, like I ten percent is nothing. Bare minimum should be a solid fifty percent of the profits going towards something good, preferably something more like seventy five to a hundred percent. I'm just so sick of. I mean, like we were talking about this last week with like Pride stuff and like big corporations making money off the backs of like LGBTQ people. Yeah, and just being like, let's sell this T-shirt for like thirty dollars that has a rainbow on it, and it's just like you don't care about gay people. (laughs) No. My favorite uh, thing now on Twitter is when I scroll through and if I'm, like, there's any, like, targeted ads or anything. Yeah. I can't tell people apart anymore. Because if they just have all rainbow filters in their mm-hmm. little icons, so I'm like, oh, is that winners? Is it? I don't just know. to say. Loblaws? Like, what is it now? It's just... Stop. Everyone. <laughs> Please. Stop. Stop making money on the backs of marginalized people. It's not for you. That's just, like, a a cool idea. (laughs) Don't, like, see this as an opportunity to make money. See it as an opportunity to genuinely help people. Yeah. And you're you're not not helping them with your expensive jeans. (laughs) I just, they're so ugly. Yeah, first of all, above all else, they are hideous. Who is wearing these jeans? No one. No, literally, like, they just look like jeans you would find in, like, a $2 store. No, it's true. It's, like, you know, like, those stores along Danforth, like, more towards, like, the sketchy area, like, the East End, like, more towards me. (laughs) Yes. Um, and you have, like, all those stores that, like, the clothes just hang out there, rain or shine. And it's just, like, everything sun sun bleach. (laughs) Yeah. And it's, like, it's just, like, weird, like, collage. Yeah. (laughs) It's just, like, a woman's face. And then she, like, morphs into, like, a tiger. Yeah. And then she's in, like, a desert. And there's, like, some bedazzling, maybe, and, like, a weird phrase that doesn't make sense. And it's all, like, nylon material. Yeah, like, that (laughs) weird, like, shiny, stretchy stretchy material. Yeah. That's, that's what the jeans look like. Yeah. And they say, like, love, clouds, sky. (laughs) love, nachos. I have, um... When, like, stationery was really popular when we were in, like, <laughs> elementary school. Do you remember that phase where everyone just had, like, really yeah, nice stationery? it's just such a weird thing to I think know. about. So, you remember that time when stationery was just really popular? It was, but it was, like, specifically, like, Japanese mm. stationery. Kawaii. Exactly. Yeah. And I, oh, there, I remember. there used to be a store in Fairview Mall mm-hmm. that was just all Japanese stationery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, of course, Pacific Mall was oh, the B-mall. place to go. Um, but I got a set there that came with, like, a pencil case and all, you know. The whole shebang. The whole shebang. But it also had um, a Kleenex package that, like, folded open. And there was, like, a brunette with, like, flowy hair on it. And then you opened it and it said, I think it was supposed to say T-shirts like summer t-shirts or something like that which by itself doesn't Doesn't make make sense sense on a kleenex package sure knows but it didn't it said summer t-shirts 
Yeah, no, it did. It did. It's, I probably still have oh it my God. because when it got time for me to like not have all the stationaries anymore, I was like, I can't get rid of this Kleenex that summer just has summer t-shirts. t-shirts. And I just, that's what the jeans are. Yeah, they just look like just something is not right. Yep. Where they're and like, something's oh, not one. right. Let me tell what, you. There was a shirt that I feel like I sent you. And it said something about, like, Elvis has a smelly butt or something oh, like that. Yeah. It was a t-shirt. Um, someone who used to work um, with me went to China for school. And she took a picture of a shirt that just said, Elvis has a smelly butt. I mean, who's to say? <laughs> and that, the jeans remind me of that very much. They could be sued for defamation. He does not. I mean, you know, he's not here to defend himself. So. Against Unless smelly butt rumors. Maybe they were talking about Elvis Costello. Maybe. Or Elvis the cat. Elvis the cross-eyed Siamese cat. <laughs> what if we just do that? Oh my Logan? god. Logan, want a cookie? <laughs> yes, I it's do. beautiful. Um, you also sent me another article today because a certain someone is back at it again and (laughs) loving his curvy wife. Can I please read to you his Instagram caption? Please, everyone, go pop a gravel real quick because you're you're gonna gonna wanna throw up. Real nauseous. Real nauseous, real quick. Okay, so the picture visualized trip (laughs) with two Ps. Um, it's a picture of his curvy wife. In a bathing suit, in front of a, a balcony, a staircase. It's one of the, you know those things at the on beach. the beach. It's yeah. pink. It's cute. And she's posing. She she's looks wearing lovely. an ombre bathing suit. In case any of you were interested. <laughs> and it says, sometimes when Sarah is naked before getting into the shower, I love that he had to preface that first of all. I'll kneel down in front of her and hug her soft tummy and kiss her stretch marks and tell her every part of her I love. When she sits across from me when we're out to eat, sometimes I zone out for a second and get lost in my thoughts about how I can't believe how perfect her face actually is. And when she cuddles up to me at night, I can't believe how lucky I am to have such a soft, sweet woman in my life. This is my queen, and together we can do anything. Hashtag team trip. Hashtag my queen. Hashtag wifey for lifey. Hashtag San San Francisco blogger. Hashtag curvy girl. Hashtag my love. We'll give you a pause, run to the bathroom, have explosive diarrhea, come back. Vomit, go for it. Um, I read that and immediately felt the need to gag. Yeah. Um, so for those of you who don't remember, a few months ago, this guy, Robbie Tripp, wrote a viral Instagram caption on a picture talking about how much he loved his curvy wife. And everybody was like, oh my god, yes, king, oh my god, <laughs> Hard love your wife, the bar is set so low for men, I'm so in love with him. You're doing the bare minimum. Yes, yes. wow, you're physically attracted to your wife, congrats, oh my god, relationship goals. Um, so some people were on that side of things, other people were like, cool, <laughs> great, I'm this is weird you. that yeah, you're very posting weird. this. Yeah. 
Um, Seems like a very intimate moment. Like, maybe turn to your curvy wife and tell her you're great, wa- kid. I just want to know, like, who is she? I I want to know more about Sarah. Is that her name? Yeah. Sarah. When Sarah. she's naked before getting into the shower. I just... How does she feel about all of this? Because it seems so exploitative. It really is. To be it's like, just like my I curvy wife. Hats on my back. Cat me on the back because I love my curvy wife. And the thing is, like, I don't know. I haven't looked at these, like, aside from in articles. Yeah. Um, I don't know if she's, like, tagged in any of the pictures or anything like that. But, like... The thing with this is he will get all these, like, oh my god, you're such a good guy. Oh my god, I wish I could find someone like you. Oh my god, hard eyes, hashtag relationship goals, hashtag curvy girl, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But then if she's tagged, probably if you were to go to her profile and be like, disgusting, lose you're weight. so fat. Oh my god. Bye. Like, just. I hope she just posts about how much she loves her skinny husband. <laughs> Where's that post? We deserve it. We do. Um, I just, like, I hate, like, here's the thing, like, you can, like, post a picture of your wife, girlfriend, whatever, and be like, oh my god, look at my sexy wife, like, I, like, love her, I'm so lucky to have her, and that's fine, like, whatever, I mean, like, I don't want to see it, because, like, that's annoying, (laughs) but, like, go for it, like, you can appreciate your wife publicly if that's what you so choose to do, Yeah. but it's just, like, the adjectives that he chooses to, like, put in to describe her, like soft tummy that's and like the thing. mentioning her times, stretch marks how many times in this one caption he says soft twice yeah that's too much for me yeah to describe someone's body in one paragraph it's just like that's did i mention she's soft that's the thing like you could take those words out and like the sentiment would still stand but it's like he has to draw attention to the fact that like she's kind of curvy and like that makes him some sort of like amazing admirable man for being mm-hmm. able to love such a horrible beast <laughs> soft beast <laughs> soft and squishy beast soft and squishy and stretch marks and i don't even know what soft, else soft soft i just and we talked about this like the first time this whole situation came mm. to fruitation as some might say <laughs> Um, when this all, like, came about the first time, mm-hmm. we talked about this, but it's, like, for someone who says that he doesn't care, he talks about it a lot. An awful lot. It's, like, I don't care about my wife being curvy with all her curves and her curvaceous body that's curvy with Have curves. I mentioned how curvy she is? Cur- she's hashtag really, curvy girl. <laughs> she's really friggin' curvy. Not that I care. The curves. I mean, if you're into that, which I am. <laughs> I am, like, for sure, but, but like, like, we don't, don't need care. to talk about it. It's really weird when people talk about it. It's... Let me write my second paragraph. And it's like, God knows how many other of these he has on his Instagram that, like, people just, like, haven't, like, taken notice of. He has them saved of. in drafts. Probably. He's like, okay, it's been several months, curvy wife. He's like, what's the adjective this time? So- curvy? Soft. What's next? Botticelli-esque. Plump. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> Fluffy. Oh, God. I hate that. People come into the store all the time and describe their bodies as fluffy, and I want to vomit. And I'm like, no. No. Like, no disrespect. Like, Like, refer to yourself whatever way you wish. To me, fluffy just, like, doesn't make sense. Like, fluffy is, like, cotton candy is fluffy. No one's body is, like, cotton candy. (laughs) If it is... Please seek medical attention immediately. Consult a physician as soon as you can. Like, I get chunky. That's what I say about myself. I get thick. 
Um, what else? Painfully thick, like painfully the McDonald's thick. poster that I relate to. Yes. Um, um, you know, soft. That kind of makes sense. Like I get that. Yeah. But fluffy, like that's fluffy. just. I don't. I don't. You get describe it. like a cake. Like oh, it's a very fluffy cake. Like I just. Yeah, it doesn't work for human bodies. I don't get it. But hey, dog bodies. Yes. You do you. Oh my god! When I was in the car on the way over here with my mom, we saw this like super fluffy dog that was black and white. It honestly looked like a small cow. Oh my god! And. My mom's small cow. Like, That's like, the next post. I love my small cow. Like, That's it. We found it. Trip, we're ahead of you. We'll write it for you. Um, but it was like this like super fluffy dog, and I was just like, yes, body positive icon. <laughs> we love. Small cow. Brown cow. Stunning. Stunning. We're behind. I'm not. Fuck. Are you kidding me? Holy Jesus. I love it. I love the phone constantly ringing. Ring, ring, ring. Banana phone. (laughs) Banana, banana, banana. Yeah, we're super behind on Drag Race. Um, So, yeah, the finale's tonight, I think. Is it? Yeah. Or maybe it's like that weird, like, look back episode that they do, and then the finale might be next week. I don't know. Either way. Um, I know who the top four is, so yeah. we both do. Um, thoughts on the season? Maybe the like the season let's do... has been um disappointing. I would say it's overall, been not great. I feel like there's been a lot of decisions that I haven't agreed with. I like Eureka mm-hmm. very much. So yeah, I feel like this season has very much been like. She's back for her redemption, so we're just gonna keep her here to redeem herself. Like, I feel like it hasn't... There's been times where I'm like, okay, she should've yeah. gone home. That's the thing. Like, I like Eureka. I liked her on season nine. I was sad to see her go so soon, so I was really happy when they brought her back for yeah. season ten. Um, But, yeah, I mean, like, she hasn't really brought her A-game this season. Like, she's literally come out on the runway every week in a fucking jumpsuit. No one's clocked her for it. Every time we talk about that, every single week we watch it, we talk to it, we turn, and we're like, oh, a jumpsuit. And you know what? Like, I saw a tweet that kind of, like, um, like, echoed this, but I just... And I definitely agree with it. I feel like the black queens get read a lot more for things that white queens are able to get away with. Yeah. Like... If a black queen comes out in, like, a similar outfit, like, in two weeks in a row, like, they're gonna get called for it. Yeah. Meanwhile, Eureka can come out wearing a jumpsuit. Or, you know, people like Aquaria can do really, like, edgy, androgynous looks. And the queens are like, yes, God, like, come through, mama. Like, you look yeah. so good. And then, like, if a black queen does it, they're just like, well... That's like, uh, Monet with her, uh, like, wigs, like, her short yeah. wigs. Every time she wore a short wig, they're like, mm, yeah. I hate it. Exactly. But then, like you said, like, Aqu- Aquaria can come out in her, like, short wig and, like, bunny ears yeah. and top hat, and they're like, oh my god, kill. Slay me. Um, yeah, it's just been, like, I don't know, I thought it was gonna be such a strong season starting out, because, like, there were so many queens that were, like, just seemed amazing, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh my god, you're all fantastic. And then they just, like, made weird decisions getting rid of people, and, like, I'm still not over, like, the makeover episode. No. Where, um... Tyler Oakley. Yeah. Monet. Yeah, and Monet went home, and it was like... What? And I don't understand. I just... Yeah, I don't know. It's been, like, a lackluster season. I haven't really, like, loved the challenges. Like, was it Aquaria who had Kingsley? 
Um, no. Yes. I don't know. So whoever had Kingsley, like, is the person who should have gone home that episode. Yeah, I honestly can't even remember. It's just been weird. I haven't loved it. Um, but hey, what do I know? I'm currently watching All-Star Season 2 with my mom, which... I get that it's all-star, so it's, like, held to a higher standard, but quite possibly the greatest season of Drag Race ever created. Like, amazing. Yeah. Um, so that's been wonderful. And then it's, like, I just, like, go and watch, like, this season. And and you're, like, like, oh. That's the thing. When we saw, like, all the queens, when they had their little introductions on Instagram and everything, when we looked at all of those, we were, like, oh, my God, they're so good. Like, these are our favorites. Mm -hmm. Miss Cracker was the most disappointing Thing that's ever happened. That's the thing. Like, I think we both had her pegged to be, like... I mean, like, she did make it really far, but it's, like, she honestly shouldn't have. Like, no. she was, like, really disappointing in a lot of the challenges. She's so funny on Instagram. Yeah. And then every single acting challenge they had... Or mm. not even acting challenge, just, like, funny moments. Yeah. Like, anytime she had an opportunity to, like, showcase that she was funny... Yeah flopped like so hard that's the thing it's like she had like a couple strong weeks there in the beginning and then it was just like (laughs) yeah um i'm still really mad that blair st Clair went home when she she did i really felt like she should have been kept around longer because i think she had more in her yeah and also she like gave her devastating story and they're like like, okay but you can still sashay away like (laughs) like that's nice thanks for sharing your rape story yeah bye peace out like Um, oh great like, I'm not saying you have to keep her just because she told no, you a like, story. No, like, don't, like, kitty keep her. But it, was it was not a like... good time, and she didn't deserve to go home. No. So. It's just, yeah, it's been a disappointing season. It's, yeah, I'm upset. Like, they could have done a lot better, but I'm a professional drag queen. I so Well, we know all about it. Yes. Um, As two straight white women, <laughs> we know a lot about drag culture. Yeah. And are <laughs> comfortable critiquing. <laughs> Oh, dear. Uh, how long have we been recording for? Do I have time to talk about something else? Oh, yeah. We ha- we're we 52 minutes in. Oh, hell yeah. So, I don't know if you saw it, but I did retweet it on Twitter. Where else do you retweet things? <laughs> That's redundant. Um, but it's an article in Playboy, actually, which, like, don't come for me. Like, I know Playboy's, like, problematic. <laughs> um, but it's by Helen Donahue, who's, like, kind of prominent on Twitter. Um, but it's talking about SoundCloud rappers uh-huh. and how a lot of them... Uh, have very violent tendencies and a lot of them have been like charged with like assault to women and stuff like that so anyways the title of it is violence kills the soundcloud star or does it um and they're basically just talking about people like trippy red and xxx tentacion and every time i see that my brain doesn't like if i'm reading I it my brain it. doesn't register how to read that in my head so i just skip over it like i no. see it and my brain goes nope and on to the next That's thing the thing. For, like the longest time i didn't know how it was supposed to be pronounced yeah and then it was only because like i went through that phase where i was listening to no jumper which like that's yeah. also problematic but anyway um and they like would say it and yeah. i was like oh you pronounce all the x's <laughs> it's like when um SZA was first like all over Twitter I was like I don't know how to say that and then all I could think about it was like that tweet where it's like I read it like the vine every yeah. time so that's all yeah, yeah. I, I know for the longest time I didn't know how to pronounce it I, I was like, like so embarrassed SZA? 
I think that's why I didn't get into her because I was yeah. like, I just don't know how to pronounce her I name. I Like, I don't want to be involved. <laughs> I'm like, I love you. You're beautiful. I haven't listened to you. You seem great. You're perfect. You're beautiful. <laughs> you look like Linda Evangelista. Did you stone those types? Um, yeah, so it's talking about them and um, uh, Takashi69, who is quite possibly the world's scariest person. Oh, yes. I am absolutely horrified. Is that the rainbow hair Rainbow man? hair, rainbow grills, 6'9 yeah. tattoos. Would stab over. you in the face, I, I like, feel. Legitimately so scared of that okay. child. I haven't listened to anything he's done ever. Oh, God, I have no. not heard him speak. Only seen pictures of him. And that's enough. He seems to me like someone who... You know when you go on Twitter and there's, like, news and it's, like, Florida man chews off a man's face while on bath salts? He's a Florida man for sure. That's who I picture. Yeah. Like, that's when I read headlines that say Florida man. Yeah. That's him. Takashi69 makes Post Malone look like the world's most attractive, successful, well-to-do man. Yeah. Like... If you had Takashi 69 and Post Malone, like, Post Malone could get a job at, like, a bank or yeah, something. You could bring him home. You could bring grandma. him home to meet your parents, and they'd be like, yes. Um, so it's talking about him and Kodak Black. Um, and so, yeah, where I'm just, like, scrolling through. It's a very good article, but it's just basically talking about those people who are like, yeah, they did bad things, but their music slaps, though, so... <laughs> like, uh, what's her face? Was it, no, one of the Cyruses. Noah Cyrus. Noah Cyrus, yeah. yeah. Was talking about one of. Yeah. And she's just like, well, you know. I try to separate the artist. And it's just like, okay, but you really, privilege, like, (laughs) some people can't do that. Like, that's great, but it's like, you shouldn't, you should just, if somebody does something like that, they should be canceled. That's really it. That's kind of the baseline for it. Um, yeah, so basically, like, Kodak Black was indicted for first-degree sexual assault of a woman oh, wow. and then violated his parole and was charged with a few more things, including child neglect, and it was sentenced to a year behind bars. Um, Takashi 69 has been convicted of having sex with a minor, a 13-year-old girl, oh, when yikes. he was, according to him, 17, and filming it. Oh. Um, but that didn't hinder his hit from climbing Billboard to the top ten. Great. Um, and then this one is like the most startling to me. I don't know if you've heard of Tay K. He's like this seventeen year old rapper. Okay. Um, he hasn't been violent against women, as far as we know, but he's been involved in a slew of suspected murders. Oh. I love being involved in slews of murders. When you can use the word slew in front of things. Probably not a good thing. Anything is probably not a good sign. Um, And so he became famous for releasing a song about outrunning the police on his murder charges while outrunning the police on his murder charges. Okay. Um, His mugshot, much like XXX Tentacion's, went viral. (laughs) Like, this is like the new thing. It's like, ooh, look at their mugshot. It's like amazing. Um, And it's so sad because like... He's literally 17, and they mentioned in the article, like, he's obviously, like, a victim of, like, the school-to-prison pipeline in the United States, which obviously favors sending black and Latinx people to jail, um, and it's just, like, so I looked him up, because I was, like, I don't know who this kid is, and so I, like, found his, um... Like, I was looking at his Wikipedia page, because, like, of course he has one. Oh, yeah. And then I, like, saw his mugshot, and it's just, like... He looks like such a little kid. Like, he has, yeah. like, you can tell, like, he has, like, a really tough exterior and, like, he looks like a yeah. mean fucking kid when you look at his face. But if you look past that, you're like, you are you're literally 17 yeah. years old. 
and you've potentially murdered multiple people. Yeah, that's my cousin. Like, our cousin's age. Yeah. It's horrifying. Yeah. And so, anyway, it's just, like, it's so, like, this whole, like, new wave of, like, SoundCloud rappers is so bizarre to me. It's very weird. Like, I feel like this is, like, such a new world, and, like, now it's, like, you have, like, these, like, real beefs between people, and it's, like, they, like these literal kids who, like, dropped out of school when they were, like, 10 years old, yeah. and it's just, like, they come from, like, extreme poverty, and then it's, like, they somehow get famous because they have, like, this, like, shitty rap song, and everybody goes crazy for it, and now all of a sudden they have, like, tons and tons of money. Yeah. But they're, and it's just, like, it's so wild to me. But anyway, like, basically the article is really good. I would highly recommend reading it. I retweeted it on my personal Twitter account. Um, but yeah, it's just talking about the idea of, like, you, like, you can't just separate people yeah. from, like, the bad things that they do. Like, we can't keep giving these kids, like, publicity and yeah. clout, so to speak. Yeah. Like, they're bad people. They've done horrible things. Yeah. It's like what Mr. Rainbow Hair, what's Florida Tekashi Man. 6'9". Florida Man. He, I think it was him, mm-hmm. but I just saw a thing that was going around Twitter about how he was, like, talking about how he, like, like smash some guy's head in in prison because he was looking at him and he was gay. Uh, probably. And, and they're still like, oh yeah, he makes great music though. Like, I can separate that. It's like, you know who can't separate that? The guy whose head he bashed in in prison. Like, that's exactly. not... Yeah, there was a really good article. Um, so basically, um, XXX Tentacion, <laughs> um, he is... I think he was charged with, like, assaulting his girlfriend. I can't even remember, like, what the specifics were, but it was, like, really awful. Yeah. Um, but basically, um, you know, like, all of, like, his little fans are just, like, his girlfriend's just claiming that for, like, clout, and, like, she's just trying to get famous. It's like, like, yeah, you know how people get famous by having to be constantly criticized in the press for lying about assault yeah. you know how often that happens like she literally is living in fear several miles away from him completely broke emotionally destroyed and incapable yeah. of even leaving her apartment without looking over her shoulder she is unable to repair the optic nerve in her skull due to his abuse oh my god um and then his fans reported her gofundme page as fraudulent People are disgusting. That's all. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she's basically, like, suffering in Florida alone because all of her and ex's mutual friends were, like, paid to be silent, basically, or, like, threatened to be silent yeah. and not talk about it. And so it's just, like, yeah, she's she's doing it for clout, though. Yeah, she's getting so much out of it. Like, it's, like, amazing. crazy she didn't do it sooner. Yeah. You know? But it just talks about the idea that, like... You know, there's a lot of powerful men such as, like, Chris Brown and R. Kelly who, you know, were famous long before they did bad things. Yeah. And, you know, they're still famous. So it's, like, it's just, it's a never-ending cycle. Which is great. Yeah. Yeah. We love, we live. Ugh. People suck. Just so much. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Great. It's not great. Great. Not great, Bob. Great. I remembered this time, and I have our unsolicited advice. I was going to ask you when we started recording, (laughs) which would have been too late if you didn't have it, so. I could have just, like, ignored everything you were saying and, like, Googled stuff on my phone. I mean, it wouldn't be the first (laughs) time. Yeah. I'm always on Google the whole time. (laughs) Always Always on Google. Google. 
that's a Googler. That is a Googler. All right. It's a short one, but hey. Short but sweet. My best friend ended our friendship over our first problem we ever had. How could the first inconsequential misunderstanding be enough to end us? I'm confused. By user LGBT Bible study. Love it. I'm in tears and need advice. Advice? <laughs> I love that I added a T for no reason. Go off to. Oh. <laughs> uh, big yikes. Yikes. <laughs> Last week, my best friend ended our friendship and blocked me after we had a minor disagreement through text. But it was the very first problem we ever had. That's all caps. How could she do that? I tried to change her mind, and while I didn't necessarily say anything wrong, I apologized over and over. Mm -mm. She didn't care. We haven't spoken in over a week, and I'm so upset. It wasn't even a fight. I literally explained something to her, and she immediately (laughs) ends our friendship. Here's my question. How can someone be a best friend, and the very first problem between you is enough to completely end it? I think the short answer is they're not really a best friend. There you go. Um, if you're in any sort of relationship with anybody and you encounter one problem and the one person is just like, well, time to throw in the towel, like, I'm done. Yeah. They're probably not worth having in your life. If it's never-ending problems, then perhaps it's a good thing to move along. But one issue? Somebody who runs at the first sign of, like, conflict or trouble is not worth it yeah because that's just a part of life and yeah like you said if it's like constant like conflict then maybe there's like you know an underlying issue and the two of you shouldn't be friends but if you were just trying to explain something to her and she blocked and reported (laughs) blocked and reported um then it's probably not worth it i would say maybe invest your time with other people who are willing to put slightly more work into a friendship and like any situation or relationship you're in at all, like, whether it be, like, romantic or friendship or just, like, a work acquaintance, like, anything. There's gonna be conflict. Yeah. Like, life just has conflict. So, if someone's like, nope, bye. (laughs) Like, not, not a good person to have around, I don't think. Well, exactly, because that just means that they are expecting you to go along with everything that they say or do and don't want you to challenge them on anything, which Mm -hmm. I think is extremely boring. And also just, like, not productive to you as a human being. I mean, that's kind of the best part about, like, meeting other people and, like, having other people in your lives is that, like, you learn from them and you learn new things and, like, you educate each other and all of that stuff. And, like, that's great. And, like, maybe you're going to disagree on things, but it doesn't necessarily mean that, like, that's the end of your friendship. I like, mean, you like, don't have to agree on everything. No. Like, as long as neither of you are, like, jeopardizing, like, your core moral beliefs yeah. or something like that, then it's, like, I think you should be able to continue being friends. Or if the thing, like, you disagree on, like, affects the other person's life in some, mm. like, real tangible way. Like, I'm saying, like... Yeah, like, if one of you is, like, a raging conservative and the other one is, like, a raging Democrat, like, probably not gonna work out. Um, Like, fundamentally different ideas are not gonna mesh very well. But if you're, like, I like vanilla ice cream (laughs) and your friend's, like... I want to go to the movies. I want to go not to And it's, like, I want chocolate ice cream. Like, if those are your differences, then, like, I think you can overcome them. Yeah. But the other person has to be willing to as well. And if they're not, then they're lost. 
Exactly. So. When I was reading this to you just, like, five seconds ago, Mm -hmm. all that I could think about was, um, how in our high school there was people who would fight all the time. Yeah. And their whole thing was like, but, like, fighting and friendships are healthy. And you're just like, not like this. Not this level. That's the thing. Like, we definitely knew people in high school where it's like every week there was a new problem. Like, there was some sort of drama. It was like these drama-filled friendships. And then people are like, well, everybody fights when they're friends. And that's like... Yes and no. (laughs) It's like, okay, yes, but it shouldn't be a constant thing. And I also don't think, like, fighting is necessarily in friendships. Like, I don't think you and I have ever fought. No. Like, there have been times where we have been unhappy with each other. Where we've had disagreements. Right right now. now, Or where we've had disagreements. Or where, like, we're clearly not seeing eye to eye on something. But, like, there's never been, like, a moment where I've been, like, well, fuck you. Like, I'm not talking to you for a week. Or I've been in time where I'm, like, get a load of Logan. Listen to what she did. Right? Like, Like, I think disagreements are normal in friendships. I think having times where maybe you need some space from the other person, like, that's normal. But I think if you're constantly fighting, like, that's a red flag in any relationship. Yeah. Just... You're gonna have disagreements. They don't have to agree with everything you say, and they shouldn't run away when you yeah. don't agree with them or have a minor. I don't know what it was about, but she said minor several times. Yeah. So, like, what's something you and I disagree on? <laughs> I know we're like the same I don't person. Know. Yeah, it's hard. We're um, Siamese twins. Oh God. Um. I don't, I can't even think of something. I don't, Zoe likes David Bowie. Yeah. I'm not a David Bowie fan. There you go. I hate Logan <laughs> That's the end. No, I can't think of anything. But you know, it's like. Like, it's just like, yeah, you're allowed to. You don't need to like all the same things. You, d- varied interests are what make other people interesting. <laughs> what? I love Bye Bye Birdie and Logan is wrong. So, there you go. No, you can't say that I'm wrong because that's not productive We're, to our friendship. We fight. We fight. Um, yeah, I think that's the world's stupidest movie. Zoe loves it. It's great. In my humble onion. Just kidding. But I mean, like, yeah, like, Zoe and I, like, make fun of each other for, like, not liking a certain thing yeah. that the other person likes, but, like, we'd never genuinely be, like, you are wrong i hate you we're not friends anymore like you're yeah it's just if you're friends with someone who doesn't understand that you're allowed to like have differences Mm -hmm. and be different people that's a weird relationship to be in that's a problem that's not normal it's a toxic friendship taxing (laughs) and it's probably just as well yeah she doesn't want to be involved in it anymore. So you go on, move on to better people. Find friends who don't run away at minor inconveniences. Like, what? Be like, ooh, of. this isn't working out. Got to go. I would love to know what it was. I know. I really wish there was, like, a follow-up. I want to know what the LGBT Bible study. If you're listening. Hit us up. Please tell us what it was about. We live for drama. We do. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to add? 
Um, we're going to see Harry Styles on Saturday. Wow, are we ever. I just gave myself whiplash from nodding. It's fine. No <laughs> it's biggie. Fine. Um, we literally bought tickets for that concert a year ago. Yep. Um, and we were very excited about it a year, a year ago. ago. <laughs> and now that it's mere days away, um... Um, mm, I, I'm excited for Casey Musgraves, 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 (laughs) the way your mouth went there, (laughs) just I wish I had video evidence, it's like Musgraves, Casey Musgraves, she's opening for him, I'm more excited for her, honestly, I'm excited for food, we get to see some people. Some people. We happen to know quite a few people that are going to the concert, so we get to meet up with some internet pals. Internet friends. Kelsey J. Barnes included. Kelsey J. Barnes. Kelsey J. Barnes. Oh my god. <laughs> to yell it every time. Um, so I mean, like, that's nice. But yeah, like, I was trying to, like, listen to Harry's album the other day, and I was just like... It doesn't slap, though. <laughs> yeah, Logan made a, a playlist that's, like, the set list for the concert, so I've been, like, trying to listen to that. To, trying, like, try. right? Like, keyword. That's the keyword in that sentence, yeah. is trying, because every time I'll start, and then I'll get bored, and I'm, like, Niall, <laughs> like, something yeah. different. I just, like, I've just been listening to a lot of Shawn Mendes. Yeah. Troy Savon, Casey Musgraves, <laughs> Musgraves, Marin Morris. Like, I've just really, as I tweeted the other day, I've really been leaning into my whiteness. Um, and it's been fantastic. You should try it. Um, <laughs> Everyone lean would in. highly recommend it. And I just, I can't. I've tried to listen to Harry's album probably like three or four times. I just can't do it. As we've discussed between ourselves. Amongst um, friends. Yeah, amongst pals, moose graves. <laughs> um, they all just kind of sound the same. Yeah. And it's not like they sound bad. It's just like if I played just the instrumental of all the songs, mm-hmm. I would not think it was like, oh, now a new song starting. Like they would all just blend into each other if it wasn't for like dialogue. <laughs> exactly. Like. The thing is, there's a lot of slow songs on the album, and I'm not usually, like, a slow song kind of gal. Yeah. They, they typically bore me. Um, and then, so there's, like, maybe, like, I would say three or four songs on the album that I like, but I would not go out of my way to listen to them. No. And, in fact, if they came up on shuffle, I might skip them. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like if I like if I'm choosing from that album specifically, like yes, there are three or Kiwi. four that I would pick: Kiwi, Only Angel, yeah. Woman, maybe one other. Um, where I'm like, yeah, sure. If I had to pick them off the album, those are my faves. Yeah. But yeah, like if I just had like the entire like my entire like Spotify library on shuffle, skip. I'm gonna be skipping to some Little Mix, like. Yeah. I'm so some like sorry. classic one D. Like, I think it'll still be great to see him perform. Like, that's super exciting. Yeah. He is doing some One Direction covers. God bless. That's what we're here for. Exclusively. Exclu- I think he should just do exclusively One Direction yeah, songs. Yeah, I think uh, he should invite 
all the members. I think One Direction should get back together. What, is I'm, what saying I'm getting is... What I'm getting at <laughs> is I want a reunion mm-hmm. that we were promised. Yeah. That's all. It's been three years. It's... It's been three years. Um, so, I mean, like, that's... I mean, uh... It is what it is. Stay, stay, you know, tuned to to hear about it. We'll be back next week to give you our review of the concert. I'm sure something weird will happen, because it's us. So... We do Maybe someone will be arrested beside us again. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe we'll be arrested. Again, stay tuned. Maybe there won't be an episode next week because we'll be in jail. <laughs> Maybe we'll be coming to you directly from jail. They let us podcast. Coming to you live. Well, Anna Delvey Instagrammed from Rikers, <laughs> so. Jesus. That uh, whole saga is so mesmerizing to me. An I can't icon. Turn away. An icon. Um, anyway. Is that. That's it? Um, we have Twitter. And Instagram. Instagram. And Facebook. You can find us there at at honestlypod. At at. At at. Or slash honestlypod if you're on Facebook. We have an email address, which is the honestlypodcast at gmail.com. Send us questions. Send us stories. Send us just like weird send us hate mail. email emojis. Send us whatever you want. Just anything. Honestly. Just speak to us. Please send us your homework if you need something to, somebody to proofread it for you. We're here. It's what we're, we're here, here for. Um, we have merchandise. We do. You can find it on our website, which is thehonestlypodcast.wixsite.com slash home. Don't forget the slash home because it will it. lead you nowhere. Lead you nowhere. And go there and just press merch, and then we have sweaters. And, and notebooks and, and t-shirts phone cases water bottles oh my mugs it never ends it never ends unlike this podcast which is ending right now yeah is that it that's all all right bye, bye.